Wobwobwobtoons. And don't forget Boba. <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah, he's not being honest. He's not being the Charles that Sam likes. Because right. in the third to last episode, she's talking to Marshall about she how, how she feels about Charles. And she says, I like him, but I don't like him. Mm-hmm. And when she says, I like him, it's because... When they're alone, he calls her Bunty. He calls her Samara. He's close with her and open and kind and caring. And then when he's being his work self or his public self, he's kind of cold. He's cutting himself off from her and kind of like evaluating her, which I think he thinks is helping and she doesn't need that. So... Yeah, I, I just kind of spotted it right off the bat. He's usually, when he comes over to see her, dressed down. Mm-hmm. And his hair is kind of, like, loose and doesn't have a lot of product in it. He just is himself. When he comes to see her this time, he's still in business clothes. Not even business casual, like, business clothes. And he's like, oh, he's in video conferences all day. And he kind of reacts with suspicion when she's asking questions. So when she's like is my dad making you work on a Sunday? And he looks at her kind of like a side eye, like, why are you asking? But it's like, she just cares about you and wants to make sure she knows her dad can be overbearing. She knows her dad doesn't like Charles. So she just wants to be protective of Charles and be like, is my dad bullying you basically? Mm -hmm. But he takes it as like, oh my God, she's asking these questions and prying into my life, which, mm. yeah. (laughs) And then, I'm pretty sure he took that job and that's I why so. he's in video conferences all day. Although I'm a little surprised he hadn't left because I thought his job is like overseas. This new job is overseas or somewhere else. So yeah. um, I guess maybe he's just in the beginning stage and then they just starting to transition. So maybe that's why he hadn't left. But it is very odd. And even, you know, when Samara was like, hey, I just want to cuddle. I felt like he was a little bit pushy. He was, yeah. Yeah, which is different from other times. Yeah, he's showing a different side. And people in the comments have been like, oh my god, this is so out of character for him. This isn't, like, Mm -hmm. implying that the writing is off. Yeah. And that, like, I don't know, Mangi, the author, is trying to, like, push them apart artificially. But I think it's totally reasonable. Like, Charles and Sam are in a sort of weird relationship where they have a relationship but they don't have a relationship because Charles won't commit and Sam doesn't feel comfortable speaking up for herself and what she wants and needs but I don't know Uh, it is a really complicated relationship and I I really want them to be the end game because I think that they are really cute together and I feel like they could bring the best in each other but that said I I feel like Sam is kind of getting Sam. I don't okay, rather I do not want to see Sam in this trap of I want to fix him. Yeah, because you, no matter who you are, you're not responsible for your partner's, uh, you know, past trauma. You can help them, but you do not need to fix them. Um, and I feel like Sam is gonna be like, oh, let me fix him. Yeah, and I hope. I really, really thought that this season was going to end. And just because I was going off the thumbnail images for the Mm -hmm. last two episodes. One is Charles like looking down and like frowning. And then the next episode's thumbnail is her dad looking angry. So I thought he was going to be like, I'm breaking things off. But instead we get this plot twist where 
Charles isn't breaking things off, but he's kind of planning to leave Sam already because he's been in video conferences. And I think it's safe to guess that he took that job offer. Right. And he's getting ready for the move. I think it's back to Britain. I want to say it's in London. I don't, I don't know, know if that's right. It was yeah. months ago that we read about that particular plot point, but yeah, um, I really wonder how this is gonna go out because I could see him leaving her mm-hmm. or her leaving him because she does have a pretty good support system. She does, um, and I could see her support system, you know, giving her advice. Even Monica, right, who is who prepared her for safe sex. That was a funny episode, it was. and. <laughs> Um, so I, I think she's going to have a really good support system and then she's going to be like, you know what? I need to stand up for myself. And if you cannot provide what I want, and if you're not willing to admit that you also want this, then I'm just going to walk away. But at the same time, I could also see Charles side being like, you know what? I can't provide what I want. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't provide what you want. I'm going to walk away. And because I can't get over my own trauma, although he's not willing to admit it at the end of the day, he's going to be like, I can't provide what you want. And then I'm just going to go. So I could see that too. Yeah. And I don't know which I want the option that's going to cause the least harm to Sam. I think for that, it has to be her choosing. But I also feel like for her to choose that route, something bad has to happen for her finally to be like, I'm going to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that will be a huge point for character development for her, right? Because she has trouble saying no and sticking up for herself. So that will be that will be a big step for her to take. And we have to remember, she's 22. She is so young. This is her first real relationship. Yeah. The first man she's been intimate with. So. Yeah, sometimes we forget that. I definitely yeah. forget that. Sometimes I think that they are all in like their late 20s or 30s. Mm-mm. And then it's like, as like, oh, you can handle it. But it's like she is only 22. And uh, he's probably going to be quite a bit older, like 30. I, I think he's in his early 30s, which means yeah. he's at least eight to nine years older than her right so that's a sizable gap and it's different when you're adults right Right. but the thing is when you're in your early 20s versus your early 30s that's such a huge gap in experience he's been married Mm -hmm. uh he has more experience a worldly experience with working a job standing up for himself he's at a different point in his life than she is and i think this is where we're seeing that imbalance come through in the relationship because he's pushing more and she's kind of hesitantly pushing back but she's also caving a little bit and luckily he doesn't take advantage of that he's like okay but i the cracks are showing (laughs) yeah um i'm imagine in the next season within the first first or two episodes we're gonna see a breakup between them not that there was ever a relationship to begin with but like uh you know a a breakup yes yeah and then it's a weird relationship i think it it happens a lot in real life too like you know people just wanting to have a friends with benefit relationship and it it 
moves into something else more mm-hmm. um i personally know like two couples that started that way and then now they're still together okay so but they had to acknowledge yes right? yeah and that, Ch- that's that charles thing. won't <laughs> yeah so the thing is you have to acknowledge that hey i start to want a little bit more than just the mm-hmm. benefits yeah um and then you know something that you also pointed out this episode which i i don't think any of us really noticed before was like in the very beginning right after title how is it one player versus two player yeah and it and then we went back a few episodes and it kept pointing to one player so yeah that's uh interesting that's right underneath the title like when you look at you open let's play an episode and it says let's play and right beneath it it says one player two players and it's all, the arrow is always at one player. I mm-hmm. wonder, yeah, I wonder what it's going to be to switch it to two players. Mm-hmm. Is it when Sam finally gets with Marshall, it's going to become two players because they're on even fields? I think so. Yeah. Because right now they're becoming really good friends. They are sharing each other's uh, secrets. They are getting advices from each other. And it also helps that they live right next to each other. So uh, I think when they finally get together and perhaps maybe it will be to become two player when they started playing games uh-huh. on the same account as two players who knows um but i i think that the maybe the last episode is when we finally will see one um the change to two players instead of one player like we usually do now yeah um, and yeah but let's talk about finale <laughs> oh, not the direction that we thought we would go mm-hmm. for this episode. Honestly, I thought we were going to look more into why, why Charles is looking at Sam's phone and the, the confrontation in between, but it took us on a very completely different path. Well, you're the one who caught that it's probably not Sam who's being surveilled by this creepy blackmailer. It's probably Marshall. Yeah. Well, I remember that because I think a few episodes back when uh, uh, Marshall's dad was, you know, threatening Ava, like, you need to make this happen or I'm just going right. to hire somebody else. And I remember <gasps> the pictures of Marshall, uh, surveillance pictures of Marshall. And then there was one with Marshall and, um, and Monica and... Uh, and then just like him at random places i'm like well somebody gotta be following him at this point so i think i just made two and two together yeah um but holy crap what is he planning i don't like marshall and ava's dad i think he's 100 times worse than sam's dad because sam's dad has a good heart Mm-hmm. he's behaving badly yes. <laughs> yes. he's being incredibly invasive she's a grown woman she's not a child in any sense of the word and he's totally overstepping and he keeps overstepping and it's ticking me off but at this in the same hand he's not a bad person marshall and ava's dad is a bad person yeah uh we don't know what's going on all we know is he's a lawyer mm-hmm. he's a really big shot lawyer i think especially in like gaming and um well maybe not just gaming industry but like he's a big shot lawyer okay and then um now um ava is sort of in on it and by manipulating marshall to go apply at this one gaming company Mm -hmm. and apparently that's step one i think that his dad is wanting uh benji to 
to work for him. Maybe I mean yeah. uh, what other explanation could be there? I don't really know. And we're creeped out by the fact that their dad looks like Charles. Yeah, like what's up with that? <laughs> Why? I don't know. I mean, if Charles and um, Marshall's dad are indeed related, that's very awkward for Ava and Marshall. Uh, Ava and um, Charles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm, but that's because they've slept together before. Yeah, multiple times. I really so. hope they don't end up being related. That would be really gross. I mean, granted, they did not know at the time, so everybody yeah, will forget. It's still like but, a Luke Leia situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, but um, the Sam's Samuel Samuel's um Samara's dad. Uh-huh. Oh, when he finally activated all the the surveillance. Oof, I did not know that it included so many people. At first, I was like, okay, just like four different agents, maybe five. No, it included the freaking president. I know, that was United so States. funny. And, I mean, it, it's super funny. Even the dog, even Bowser. Bowser, and it was like a two Bowser. Like, why? Why is... Traitor. But Bowser likes Charles, though. Bowser does like Charles, and he yeah. doesn't like Marshall, which I find hilarious. Because yes. I think Marshall's probably a better person than Charles is. Yeah. So I'm like, Bowser, you have bad judgment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, his everybody, that girl has, like, no privacy. No, I really, really don't like it. Yeah. Like, really don't like this plot point. <laughs> I wonder how he's going to back down again mm-hmm. this time because last time he got yelled at by his wife and his daughter mm-hmm. and I love the um I love how you know when agent four comes in and be like oh um I hear that you took out the surveillance project and then he's like I know and um, he's like, I'm not allowed to be upset. I'm told that oh, I'm not yeah, allowed I'm to be upset allowed. about it. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, so that was funny. Uh, and it shows how much power the young family female members have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, it might come across, like, her dad's a very forceful personality. And it comes across as, like, he's kind of domineering with his daughter. Not in a, like looking down on her just being like kind of overprotective and intrusive and yet when the women in his life have had enough they've had enough (laughs) yeah so i think everybody's just kind of give him a pass because sam had been sick multiple times but she's not sick anymore i know (laughs) it's just you know sometimes parents are like well we're always gonna be parents which is fine but like you need to know your boundaries dude but hey, surveillance is back on. Oh God! <laughs> and uh, we get to see all the people that are in on it that we did not expect. Traitors! I know, even freaking Bowser. Bowser! Why you gotta betray us like this, <laughs> Bowser? Why? And um, yeah, uh, that girl's gonna go through stuff. And um, as you said earlier, the battle between the dads. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, yeah, that's right, right because. Samuel Young thinks that the creep is surveilling his daughter. He's totally wrong, I think. I think it's like you said, where the creep is surveilling Marshall. But if Sam's dad finds out this other high-powered dad is surveilling his daughter, by even by accident, by proxy, 
Battle of the Dads, there is no one I want to sick Mr. Young on more than Marshall's dad. Yeah. So we will see about that. I, I don't... I think it's going to be... I think the plot is going to play off a little bit more as a comedy relief mm. between the two dads. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be like a, a very hardcore serious. action drama serious okay. thing. I think it's going to come across a little bit more on a comedy relief. But, uh, you know, I want to see where the direction takes us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm stressed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think everything's going to hit the fan in the next season. I wonder how long it'll take us to get there. Yeah. I'm sure the author needs a break. Oh, I'm sure. Rest her hands. Yeah. Um, I wonder if she has like a, a an ending for this story. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's what I'm wondering too is how many seasons are left. Yeah. Because sometimes authors mm. keep on going and going until... Uh, they can no longer think of something. Oh, and yeah. sometimes they, you know, they have a definite, like, I want to end it in season uh, five, season six. Mm-hmm. So, but mm-hmm. I, you know, what I want to see is Marshall being more, uh, more in tune with his mind and his body and yeah. his mental health. And I think he is slowly becoming that. Like, he is slowly becoming strong, mentally stronger. Like, when he told Mara that he uh, he chose martial, uh, martial law um, uh, facade because he felt like he can be better while mm-hmm. pretending to be someone else. And then um, Sam was like, no, you actually show a lot more of yourself as Benji, even though you're pretending to be Marshall and the people like it. So that that was nice. That was really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking at so we're at the end of season three now. So right. next one season four. Right. It's a lot of work. I know, but how many more seasons? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Well, we're going to keep on the lookout for that one. And uh, we hope for the best for Samara because with that papa bear behind your back. Oh, geez. You're going to need all the help you can get. Yeah. And then um, um, Charles, Charles needs help. He needs to just fix. He needs to finally admit that his way is wrong yeah and he needs but that's gonna take lots of guts for him yeah and i yeah i i really don't know how their relationship how how they're going to part ways right on what terms are they gonna part ways are they gonna part ways like i don't want to see you again or yeah. is it- <laughs> Let's move on to our next webtoon, which is one of the the webtoons that you've been reading lately. It is Sable. Uh, the one I want to talk about is called Sable Curse. It's by Little Melon. It updates on Tuesdays, like Let's Play. So you're really excited for Tuesdays Ooh. or Monday nights. Is when they both update. So I, that's a good that's a good way to end a Monday. Yeah. It, the genre is fantasy, and it's about 19 year old Taryn who. Uh, it's hard to tell what kind of time period it's like gas lamp time they don't have advanced technology yet okay people are still living in like little villages um traveling by horse and carriage but they do have like gas in some form of electricity so like 17 oh no like 1800 late 1800s yeah yeah 
And so Taryn is a young person with a curse on her arm. I'm forgetting which one. I think it's her left arm and um the curse is spreading so her it's completely useless her her arm um and then the curse is spreading and so once it reaches her heart and lungs she dies oh at 19 so she's got like six months left to live so she's searching for a cure her family accepting her sister her parents are terrible they aren't looking for a way to cure it it doesn't, I, I have so many questions about this family, but the parents are more self-absorbed with their reputation than they are about their daughter's curse and her potentially dying. They are more concerned with like keeping her quiet than in helping her. Luckily, she has her elder sister, Marin, Marin and Taryn, who's beautiful, outgoing, desired by a lot of different people but also very used to getting her way, mm-hmm. but also very protective of her younger sister. The family takes a trip to a place called Sable House. This house is gorgeous. It's kind of like a lakeside retreat, and it's full of mystery. Um, to me, it kind of seems like a cross between Hogwarts Castle, where there's a lot of high ceilings and big spaces, and an ASMR video where the lighting is like low and comforting and you have, you know, fires crackling in the background, libraries full of nooks and crannies that you can kind of tuck yourself into and read. But it's also a very mysterious place. There are hallways that change. If you close the door, it opens to a new place entirely in the house. And um, secret passageways, Uh, The help knows all about it, the staff members who stay there year-round. And there's tension between the visitors, who are often wealthy, because Taryn's family has wealth, and the staff members who don't have wealth. And it's implied that it runs on magic, and there's kind of a mystery behind the magic, and it's uh, kind of hints at like a murder mystery. Taryn is trying to put together this mystery because she thinks it might solve her curse. So she's doing all the work herself while her family's off at parties. And along the way, she makes reluctant friends with Dr. Beak, who's supposed to be like this really gorgeous man, a little bit older than her. So I think he's like barely early 20s. And then uh, the son of a rich family who is also staying at Sable House. And we kind of get hints that his family's also dysfunctional and he's kind of the black sheep of his own family. So, And then there's also a young butler. So the four of them are kind of like being brought together and the story's still in its early phases but the art's gorgeous it's very textured i feel like i could reach out and like touch it and i really want to live in or well maybe not live in sable house because it's also a little spooky but at least visit sable house go into the library with all the nooks and crannies and solve mysteries okay yeah how does the house affect her condition so it's not affecting her condition her condition's progressing no matter what okay but she gets her hands on books in the library that hint at a power held within the house that could cure her gotcha yeah interesting she's trying to do all this research on her own Uh while her family's off at parties in the house of course yeah okay and does this house have any effect on her family um, are you talking about like 
the house is a lie yes no 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 but but it does change rooms it does change rooms the house is kind of like it's not sentient i don't think but it's is powered by magic and it's full of mystery but it's not affecting its visitors yeah you know what this uh reminds me of there's a netflix show called um the house on something hill okay not a haunted hill okay but i want to look it up i'll find it yes okay um but okay so um and then how many episodes are you in this oh god let me double check Uh, we are 17 episodes in. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's still early, but the art, like I said, is really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very a very atmospheric story. Sable House is gorgeous. Like, I wish I could go there, like I said. Yeah. Um, yeah, the webtoon is called Sable Curse Updates Monday nights for Tuesday. Okay. That, and this is a, a webtoon original? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And then how is the plot moving so far? Is it like on a slower side, on a faster pace? Um, I wouldn't say it's fast paced. Mm-hmm. You're there for Taryn's relationships with us. It's about in part how her curse affects how she relates to others. And then her parents, or particularly her mother, are abusive toward her. Mm-hmm. I think her dad's more like neglect. Her mother is more outright abusive toward her oh wow so Taryn has very 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 low self-worth and low self-esteem doesn't understand why anyone would want to be her friend doesn't really end it she's pretty cynical for like a 19 year old kid mm-hmm. who she's pretty much on her own except for her older sister Marin. and so it's it's a story that you come into to be you come to sink into this story. You don't come for a fast-paced thriller. Gotcha. But it isn't slow by any means because there's so much to discover in the house. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I have nothing but good things to say about this story. <laughs> the webtoon that I've been reading lately, uh, one of the webtoons, I think we may have mentioned it before, uh, it's called The Girl Downstairs by hmm. Sangha Min. It's a romance webtoon. Mm-hmm. And uh, this takes place, I would say, modern times, so like contemporary. Pretty much it takes place now. Okay. And then, so the premise is like, is that June, he, June is a, a freshman at a university. And he moves into his uh, new apartment on his first day of college. And he, uh, his neighbor downstairs is this uh, former, former um, K-pop idol, um, Nicole Duna. And oh. at first they try to avoid, well, he tries to avoid her because there's nothing in common between them, right? But then slowly they start to like each other. Okay. And then... You know, we get to explore their ups and downs. Okay. And then we got to explore Duna's past and why she left uh, the mm. idol industry. Okay. And then we also get to explore uh, what his views are of the world mm. and what his views are of her and and also his friends. So um, it's uh, the story itself has ended and it ended in a direction that I did not like. Oh, oh, never mind. I just... <laughs> I just subscribed. No, no, no. It, it's good. It's more, much more realistic. 
Oh, it's just I no. I think that I wanted a little bit Hollywood ending on this one, oh. and this story ended in a more realistic tone. Okay, so it's a good All story. Right, okay. I love I love the art and um and um the color scheme is just um I was just every normal day color scheme I guess it's not like it, it does I, I don't know exactly how to explain it. it's not like um pop there's pop colors or anything it just it's, it looks good and it, it fits the style perfectly it's very realistic in my opinion and then of course we have some comedy relief from like the friend subplot there's not much subplot that you that she went into but uh, there are some subplots that will make you laugh um, but at the end of the day I love how the story uh, story comes tied in together it answers all the questions and even though we want to hate you know the main characters for their actions mm. or the direction that they ended up going into mm-hmm. we get a glimpse of you know why they chose this and and at the end i think everybody agrees that it's the best okay. that they went in the direction that they went in is this the story you were telling me about earlier yes oh no i know how it ends <laughs> yes you do i'm trying not to swear but so she doesn't know how it ends so um but they finally um have a spin-off uh, they, it's interesting so instead of having a spin-off as its own different webtoon it's in, under the same name and so I'm not caught up in the spinoff yet, but I think the spinoff is exploring this new direction that they took. Okay. So huh. um, I part of me is like, well, I don't like the, the way it ends. So I'm not going to read the spinoff. <laughs> but at the same time, I think I like the webtoon enough that I will want to know how the okay. spinoff is coming. Um, so, uh, but, you know, in this webtoon, you... You're really just reading um, the almost like everyday life of a university students and then just the romance uh, in between them. And of course, it gets a little bit more complicated, right? Because okay. uh, she's an ex-celebrity mm-hmm. and then he's just a freshman. So like she's a little older, but you also get the mm-hmm. glimpse of like Korean culture in general and um, and how intense the environment can be or how labor the environment can be so it's an overall wholesome realistic contemporary uh, storytelling of an average not well i guess not so average person in korea because yeah. they're uh because their neighbor is a freaking ex-celebrity so right okay yeah but i really like it and i i think i will keep on continuing the um um the spin-off stories okay but yeah, I did not like the ending. Oh, man. And it's not because it was a bad ending, right? It's no. because you didn't get what you wanted? Yes. Okay. It was solely because I didn't get what I wanted. I'm and sorry. It, it happens. There have been some stories where, uh, some webtoons where I'm like, why won't you give me my Hollywood ending? Oh. But then it's funny because like with, with Charles and, you know, with Let's Play. They're not going to get there. Yeah, they're not going to get there. And then like, like, I... And I guess it's sometimes I just want that Hollywood ending a little bit, but yeah. um, but I mean, real I, life is complicated yeah, enough. Exactly. So that's the webtoon that I'm reading lately. Um, and of course, I'm reading a lot more than that, but those are the two that, you know, that we're going to feature in this episode. Um, yeah. So I guess fun question time. 
if you could rewrite the ending <laughs> without without it being super obvious like what would need to change without i guess this might be too hard without giving away anything super specific what would need to change because we've talked about what charles would need to do in order to mm-hmm. ha- have him and sam have a happy ending yeah is it do you think without changing the characters in the girl it's the girl downstairs right yeah without changing the characters too radically could anything have been done to salvage that ending really good question no oh ouch yeah (laughs) i think if they are not in if they're as long as they're part of korean culture well no you know what no i'm not even gonna bring uh, korean culture into this um because for them to have the ending that i want mm-hmm. one person needs to give up oh something oh okay. and i think even though one of them was willing to do so it wouldn't be fair okay um and big be- yeah so i don't think anything could change because um yeah, I don't think. Uh, I mean, what, it's really hard to explain without giving. I know. Away. Yeah, Spoiler. it might be too hard. But, uh, but pretty much, let's say if they have the ending that I want, then they're going to one person has to give up a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's not just that one person; the other has to give up a lot too. Mm-hmm. So both of them are going to have to give up. And while I think both of them were willing to do that in the very beginning, it just the sacrifice oh. is too much for them to really go through with it okay um and i think but the thing is if we force them to get together i think they will do it the characters uh the the characters were uh very much willing to sacrifice it but it wouldn't make sense Mm -hmm. um and i think you know in in real world we want you know we want to better ourselves and i think if they were to go in a direction that i want to go them to go into they wouldn't be able to better themselves in an easier way they they will have a lot of obstacle okay. so i think i don't think there's anything that i can really change or they can mm-hmm. really change yeah okay um yeah so that's hard that's a really hard thing to admit because like damn it i want uh i don't want this ending but i want my ending but like my ending would not make sense for you guys okay if you could be drawn in any of the art styles we've talked about today which one would you want to be drawn in let's play oh the girl Girl downstairs downstairs. okay i think the girl downstairs because it's more realistic oh okay yeah so um let's play is pretty good too um yeah, I think the girl downstairs will be more our style that I will want to be drawn into because okay. uh, I feel like it's a little bit more uh, realistic. Okay. Yeah. So, if for you, mm-hmm. if you were to have to, if you have to fight <laughs> against Marshall's dad or Sam's dad. Oh, no. I'm not talking about, I guess maybe not physical fight, but like intellectual fight. Who are you going to go physically? (laughs) Oh, okay. Let's, (laughs) let's do physical fight. Okay. Who would you fight? Question number one. Am I good at fighting? Sure. Let's go with that. I will fight Marshall's dad. (laughs) Oh, I want to win. Okay. (laughs) He's a bad person. Yeah. And like with Sam's dad, I'm like, you just need 
a swift kick in the pants. Yeah. I, that's not a fight. That's like, stop it. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather fight Marshall's dad, but I'm also like secretly afraid that he has martial arts training and like will whip out like some, some superpower that right. I don't know about. Okay. And that um, if you have to, oh, I guess going back to the story of what would you change? So like if you, you know, if we make Charles and Sam get together at the end what needs to change charles needs to go to therapy oh yeah that that (laughs) and open lines of communication with sam and be honest about what he really needs and wants what he's afraid of Mm -hmm. what he's struggling with Mm -hmm. um and he needs to well sam needs to be able to tell him i don't like it the feeling i get when we're in public and it feels like you're evaluating and judging me right yeah like you need to let me get that you're trying to help me progress in the world in the way you think I should, but I'm a grown adult and I, I know what will be best for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I think both things on both sides would need to change. I think the most pivotal thing though would be for Charles to get treatment. I agree with that. Yeah, Charles need to work on himself. However, yeah. that is, and then right now he's not working on himself. Oh, yeah. Charles. I hope, even if, it's not even an if, even when he and Sam don't end up together, I hope Charles is set on a path by Mungi where he can improve for his own sake. Yeah. And feel better. Because yeah. it, it doesn't seem like he feels very good about himself or anything no. right now. So out of all the characters that you have read in both um, Let's Play and the, uh, I'm sorry, what's the other Sable Curse. Sable Curse. Um, which character deserve a spinoff? Oh. I think Dr. Beak from Sable Curse would be interesting. Oh? Yeah, he's a very young doctor, so I'm curious about how he got to that position He's also very grumpy. So I'm kind of like, why are you so grumpy toward everyone? But he's not also like a bad person. He's just got a chip on on his shoulder. So I'm curious about how he came to be at Sable House, what he knows about Sable House, because it seems like he navigates the twisting secret passageways that change on you Mm. pretty easily. Mm -hmm. Like he's not surprised by any of it. So I'm really curious about this character and about what he knows about the house. Yeah. And I think he'd be an interesting person to follow just because him having a chip on his shoulder means he's often like flustered and annoyed at things. And that's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, those are all our questions for today. We went over Let's Play, Sable House Curse, and Girl Downstairs. So. But thank you for everyone for listening on our podcast. Our podcast is available um, at any platform that you listen to. And we'll be updating every two weeks. And it's good to be back. It's been a while since we did um, an episode. And then finally, we're back to it. So I'm excited. We'll be back soon with updates on the drama of Remarried Empress. There's a lot of drama. (laughs) And we'll talk to you next time.